What is up, fellow bench warmers? Welcome to your daily fantasy quick. What's up, guys? Welcome to another quickie. It's a night before Judgment Day. Tomorrow is Week 16, Judgment Day, and interesting matchups uh, I'm having in the different leagues. I'm your host JJT with Komish. Komish Eric, how's your week so far in fantasy? Uh, better. I do have a one eight. Uh, a team that is one eight, but I have almost given up with that team. That's the that's the Paul George team. So, uh, but but the others are better compared to last week, at least. <laughs> yeah, uh, I've had some teams who are tight in the playoff race, and one loss could make a difference so I'm hoping I could squeeze in some wins uh, in some of these leagues uh, yeah let's talk about some news not much today LeBron James back earlier he, uh, I was surprised actually he played maybe for LeBron let's just sneak in it's gonna be a short one maybe we talk a little bit about week 17 schedule just a All fast right. one yeah right. so so uh, week 17 has a very 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 few games I don't know what's up but uh, a lot of teams have only three games very few teams have four games only eight teams have four games and then the two game teams are Houston and Milwaukee so Giannis you know we have Portis Drew Chris Middleton not, not, not a good week to have them but also week 17 is trade deadline week the, yes. the day the exciting the week so our, my weekly uh, analysis was a little different because uh, for one, I don't suggest you guys to just use your moves uh, before Thursday or Friday. I yeah. don't even say that you. I don't even think you should just leave one move. Maybe two, two, two moves at least. Keep two moves just to you know have some flexibility. That's my biggest takeaway from this. And I know it's a, a few game week, and also Judgment Day only two games because it's Super Bowl. So mm-hmm. better make sure that you're not going to be behind early because there are very few games to to catch up on. Plus trade deadline. So your players might also, if they're the ones traded, they might miss games. Yeah. Right? So there, that's just my advice. So those are nice advice for trade deadline. Again, it's going to be an exciting week in the NBA, uh, in fantasy as well. Because like we said, um, like I said yesterday, a trade, can tip the scales uh, in your team, right? Uh, if a player loses, especially if you have a player outperforming his uh, preseason values, right? And then he, they get traded and then they suddenly lose value because sometimes those players are, you know, are the game changers for your team. They are the ones that's carrying your team, right? Like, players like, I'm not saying that players like Miles Bridges will be traded and all and lose value. It's just that Players like those, uh, if they get traded to a not so good situation, they can, you know, pull down some of your uh, strength in terms of your teams because they are the ones. Like mo- a lot of my teams who are stronger have players like Desmond Bain, Miles Bridges, those guys uh, helping out the star players, of course, the core group, right? So, so, so yeah. my, my suggestion also is like uh, I put some teams that have a good schedule like Minnesota has the best schedule for me they have 
Sacramento back to back, and they have Chicago and they have four games, and they also have the game on the last day, the, the game, the Super Bowl day. They yeah. have a game there. So my suggestion is maybe look at what I recommended, the teams that I mentioned. Add a player maybe at the start of the week from those teams. Yeah. Then don't stream the other days first. Yeah, yeah, I know you might lose the week if you don't add and drop, add and drop, but it's it's gonna kill you if there's a player there that you can add that just got traded or something and you don't have any moves. Left. And then you don't have a move already. Yeah. Right. So yeah, save your moves. Save your moves. I guess that's the biggest advice. Uh yeah, like going back, LeBron James. Uh, returned um, earlier, way earlier than expected, right? Six games was the initial timeline they gave him, but uh, he came back surprisingly. I was surprised he played as well today. He came back after missing five games. So, yeah. Uh, I expected next week to be the time he comes back. And what surprised me was not that he played, that he played really well. Mm-hmm. He he was moving well. He was you know blocking shots left and think, right, jumping, windmill, jumping. I think so, at yeah, this I think at this point in LeBron James' career, we shouldn't be surprised anymore. Uh, I think he knows his body the best, and he's probably one of those players who knows uh, when to go and when not to go. Uh, being a vet, mm-hmm. uh, veteran and uh, maybe Chris Paul would be another player like that as well. They take care of their body very well. So not really surprised he played well. I think he was really ready to go. He didn't. It, it wasn't really something that he pushed himself to play uh, despite the injury. I think he was really healthy enough to play play the game. So yeah, and they won. And that's a good. That's the best. The way it ended, it wasn't really good because they were leading the first half and then they lost the second half. They allowed New York, I think, to catch up. Um, I think that was how it happened uh, as well. But yeah. I also also want to talk about AD a little bit. Uh, Since we have AD, the past three games, I mentioned 30 points, 13 rebounds, four blocks, two steals. I mean, that's vintage AD, and yet, and I, I I found it amusing that uh, LeBron said that when AD was out, he found his hunger back, and it does seem that way. It really does. He he's playing more, you know, focused and doesn't seem to be complaining as much. He's playing basketball like before, which is good. But uh, he had lots of near injuries again today. So <laughs> AD like the game. It's AD like fall. A lot. A lot. He had a lot of AD night calls. Uh, I mean, one was in the head, one was in the back, one was this, one was that. And so, I don't know. It's just an experience watching AD if you own him in fantasy. I, I could say that as much. Uh, yeah, but I mean, at this point, if you're worried, uh, maybe you could trade him. Uh, although, again, he's trade value despite playing really well. Would it be as good as the other first-round players, right? I mean, um, so... It's gonna be harder to get a really nice player for for AD. Maybe it's a need for a need thing. Unless you're gonna give me Okich and Embiid, I hold on to my AD because it's, it's he's a big. I don't think you know your team. If you have AD, you you're relying on him. I, I'm pretty sure because you know he, he's no, your he, big. Here's my thing. You know, Embiid for AD probably wouldn't fly, right? Uh, given that you know some managers might want to. 
sell Embiid for the future injury worries. Uh, AD also has that, so that wouldn't fly. So there's really not much options again for AD when it comes to the trade market. Um, Unless we're going to sell lower. I mean, right? Unless we're going to sell uh, for... I mean, a two plus two for one. Day two plus one. Right? Yeah. Yeah. Are you there? Yeah, yeah. I'm here. I'm here. All right. All right. Let's move. Let's let's move on. We're back. All right. Let's move on. We're by players for today. Malik Monk, who had what? 30? Malik Monk had 30 points, yeah. 29, I think. 29 points. Uh, mostly yeah. in the third quarter. 18 points in the third quarter. So, yeah, he, I think he's, some, he's, he's in some waiver wires that I was able to pick him up in a 16-team league, actually. Because he, he had some bad games in between the, the good games. And, you know, even if he has a bad game here and there, just, just hold on. Because you can see today, they really need him. He's their most consistent shooter. And he's their third option. <laughs> Yes, yes. He's the third option right now. He's the third of the big three. All right. Uh, other by players, Brandon Clark, if he was dropped, I uh, should hold on to him. Uh, you, should, you can pick him up, right? Yes. The Anthony Melton also had a double-double today. Uh, Brandon Clark, uh, not as good, but I think overall, if he gets 20-22 minutes, He's okay. He's gonna help you overall. Plus, not gonna hurt you a lot. So, so he's an okay, okay hold and add. Yeah, Brandon Clark is among those players who is a model of consistency for the level of player he is. He's a you know yes. like a six man, and but you can you know somehow be a little more confident. He gets what ten points, seven rebounds per game, right? And that's solid enough for a player you picked off the waiver. Darius Basley has been playing well. Lately, with those uh, uh, good scoring, good blocks, good rebounding, solid play so far for Darius Paisley. He is widely available. Yes, he's basically their center right now. They're playing him at center because uh, because of the injuries and everything. Jakite uh, is uh, a more popular ad, but Paisley has been overlooked. But I know why, because he's, you know, can hit or you... Poor field goal. Field goal. Free throw and turnover. But but uh, right now, I think the rebounding, the block, the steals, it's worth it at this point. You just have to really hope and pray that he doesn't, you know, doesn't take a lot of free throws, maybe, and uh, you know, and free field goals. Yeah. So Darius basically uh, could be added or streamed at least in standard league, maybe. Mo Harkless is another player who's hot. This is the Mo Harkless window. We always have, uh, in a season, we have this Mo Harkless being very fantasy relevant. Uh, last game, he had six steals. Um, today, he had another, I think he had a double double today. Yes, that's true. Um, and it's related to Marvin Bagley. As our friend Joseph Chrysostomo told me, probably together with Aaron Fox, we're not going to play them before the deadline. Just to preserve them, maybe their their trade value, or maybe they're the package Fox and Bagley, Fox and Bagley. So if that's the case, you know, Harkless will start at power forward for the time being. 
Yeah, and and these players we're talking about Harkless, Beasley, you know, just add them and see where it goes. Right, the moment they don't play as well, you know, uh, it won't be hard to drop them as well for another free agent, right? So. Actually, uh, fourteen team leagues. Actually, fourteen team leagues. Yeah, fourteen for fourteen team leagues. Gary Harris is the last in our buy list. Um, yeah. Uh, if you need trees, Gary Harris could be your guy here. He's playing well. Gary Harris is playing very well. And uh, Corey actually is shooting very well. He, he has averaged three three-pointers for a while now, for probably the past two to three weeks. So, yeah, Gary Gary Harris is not bad right now. Uh, yeah, so those are our buy less worry players. Gordon Hayward came back from injury. Um. Uh, did yeah. play well. Didn't play well. Um, well, yesterday didn't play well. Today didn't play well. Today zero to seven. Yeah. So who? I think he's a buy low. He's a buy low. You he think? His injury. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I, I don't like Hayward, but if you can get him low right now because he's what? How low? How low do you get? Really low. Uh, maybe uh, Lou Dort, Lou Dort kind, or uh, or Malik Monk. Um, yeah, or Malik Monk. Malik, I like Malik Monk. I, I love Malik Monk, but Hayward is better than Monk. I mean, we all know that. So, so you know, you just have to be patient. Just have to look uh, long term picture. Maybe you know, if the the, the manager is really uh fed up, even at Darius base, he would. Would 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 work because basically if basically have a couple more good games and Hayward continues you know scoring zero out of seven like today, I mean that you never know you never or, know or it's maybe you know package in one of your stash players wherein you don't really know if they're gonna fly or not right, um players like Okongwu are quite high as well for some, right given that Atlanta doesn't. Look like they're gonna move players as much. Uh, players like Hongwu could have value for some of these uh, just before the trade deadline, right? Not a one on one deal, but at least or, a low end or body healed, body healed, yeah, or body healed, yeah. Um, I, I, I mean, I love that. Uh, Kyle Lowry also has returned. Um, uh, not good. This is the second game, I think, not yet a good game. But I'll be more patient with Kyle Lowry. I think Lowry today has so 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 decent. He had nine points, six assists, and three steals. And that's what I'm gonna say here. That's a good game already for Lowry. Butler and Adebayo are back, so you don't expect him to you know score anymore. Yeah. And the assists will be will be okay. That's his that's that's his category. But Adebayo and Butler can pass. Hero can do that also. So. He, he will have, you know, a, le- a lower ceiling because of how healthy the Heat is or are. So, so I'm not that bullish on Lowry's, you know, rest of the season outlook. Yeah, and they'll, they'll okay, preserve him. They'll, they'll preserve him as well uh, as the season goes along. Uh, Mo Bamba. Here, Mo Bamba, I'm pretty sure lots of Mo Bamba owners are a little bit concerned because he hasn't really scored well. He hasn't shot the ball as well. He hasn't shot that many threes, uh, made that many threes. Uh, he hasn't rebounded well. 
uh, only the blocks is the saving grace, I guess, for Bamba. Uh, is this a buy low now or um, is this really the Bamba that we should expect for the rest of the season? Like inconsistent. We, 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 we talked about that the other day and I told you that it's a buy low. We actually mentioned some names at that time. And I think uh, at this point, I'm still saying that he's a buy low. The, the right kind of buy low. Uh, outside top 120 by low. Yeah, we're worried about his health. We're worried about everything. But if, you know, uh, he's not really injured or he doesn't get injured, he'll he'll bounce back. And, and having the blocks every game helps his value. I mean, he's not a stash player, but he's actually not, not a bad stash player, in, in other words, because he, uh, he, can, he can also bounce back the rest of the season. Right. Yeah. It's not necessarily he's gonna get traded, but he's he has a potential to to get back to his old level. So he's yeah. kind of a stash. Yeah, and, and like I said, the blocks are really nice as well for you know it's hard to get those uh that that alone can help you, you know, somehow with one category, and I think that should be okay. I mean he, he, you can treat him as a specialist at this point who can sometimes give you good games. But yeah, if, like you if, said. If you have Gafford. Before the trade deadline have come, comes, I think you can offer Gafford for Bamba. And, you know, just sleep safer. I, I just feel like Bamba is better than Gafford. Whether uh, Gafford gets traded or whoever gets traded in Washington, I would still prefer Bamba over yeah. him. Yeah. yeah. Uh, but that's going to be a hard trade to pull because of the way Gafford's been used. I mean, he, was, he played, what, seven minutes again? The last game. Yeah, you, you can sell it. You can say that you know Gafford will be traded. You can, he can be. That's why you have to do it before February 11 because you have to you have to sell it properly, market it properly. That you know, this Bamba is struggling already. There's not nothing's gonna change with him. But with Gafford, what if he gets traded? He suddenly becomes a starter, and etc. etc. So yeah. you, you you can sell it right now at this point. Uh, sell it. Something that happened last year for Gafford, right? Uh, was traded mid-season yeah. and then his value skyrocketed as well. And Russell Westbrook is the last of our worry player. Well, he was benched, uh, I think, in the overtime. Was it in the overtime? He didn't play as much. Yeah, he should have been benched earlier. I mean, his misses are really bad. It's not even close to hitting the game. And when, he's, and when he touches the ball, the crowd actually is uh, being, me- being really mean and bad. And you know, shouting and everything. So as a player, you kind of feel for him because he's whenever he's gonna shoot, they already have the reactions that are really negative. That it's gonna, it's really hard. If you know, it's gonna play with his, you know, with his mind. So I, I can, I can, you know, I can understand why he's shooting one out of ten. <laughs> but this is Russell Westbrook. I think throughout his career, he's had you know criticisms here and there. Um, but I think he'll be fine. Not like this. Not like this. I mean, when it, when he's even just looking at the rim and gonna shoot, the crowd is already shouting and. And guys, take note: so, it was a home game. Yeah, it's a home game. It's a home so, game. so you can imagine, uh, he's going through what uh, Ben Simmons would go through when he decides to play with Philly again. He'll probably end up like that as well. He's going through what Julius Randle is going through in New York. Yeah, another player, yeah. Actually, 
I I just want to mention that Julius Randle is actually playing better on the road than at home. Yeah, just 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 a a trivia for for guys. So that out there you know, and that that booing could be really affecting Julius Randle as well at home. Yes, yes. He he he's playing better lately on the road than at home, but. He had a good game today, but Randall right now is also a worried player. Actually, uh, he's more matchup based at this point going forward. There's a good matchup he can produce, but if it's a bad matchup, don't expect that. Don't expect that. What's a good matchup? A good team? A bad defensive team? You mean? Yeah, the Lakers today. The Lakers. Um, at uh, who else? Houston, They, OKC, yeah. Atlanta, yeah. Memphis. Actually, it's a good matchup. It's fast paced. And smaller teams. He had a great start, great first half. The second half, he was totally awful. He was forcing it again. He was, you know, I don't know what he was doing. Well, he, he I think I think in the first half he was forcing some of the shots. It was just going in. He was shooting yes. some fadeaways, yeah. uh, you know, and it was just going in. It, it, the moment he throws it, it doesn't seem like it's going in, but it does. So I think he really had a good first half. Uh, he just made shots. The second half, you know, uh, maybe the defense also adjusted uh, against him. He's just not good shooting from the outside. The period. So I mean, if he makes eighty percent of his shot in the first half, he'll make twenty percent in the second half because that's his average. He has to get back to his forty percent average, right? Yeah. And that's how it is. Uh yeah, let's talk about some feel good players. The Andre Ayton had a double double. I think it's another you know uh, at least those worries about Ayton's injury at least a little behind him right now because of that good performance. They although they were against Washington, uh, a team not known uh to be good defensive team against centers as well. It's another by low, and I I mentioned yeah, yeah, yeah another by low. And I mentioned Jakob because I know Potal is playing so well, but I feel like Aton will have a better second half, better next few weeks than than Potal. Plus, I believe Potal will be traded. I I have a feeling he can be. Tra- There's still the trade problems with Potal, so I like Aton more. But that's that's the kind of deal I'm talking about. Yeah. Uh, also, Kristaps, if if you guys are worried about Kristaps. Uh also you know Aton's been slowed down by. Injuries, really. If not for the injuries, I think he's he. We could say that he's having a good season because he's had some great uh, games as well uh, before going down with an injury. So I think we can the struggles. We can you know blame it on the injuries. Uh, so hopefully this one gets him back uh, on track to be to having a great season. Um, yeah, the rest feel good players. RJ Barrett played well. Um, Tyrese Halliburton, you know, snapped out of a funk. Although you know, it's not really a funk because I can't believe Tyrese. When I watch the game, he's forcing some shots, forcing some threes, uh, throwing out some fadeaway threes. But the assists really were nice today. He had 17 today. Um, it's, for Tyrese Halliburton, very Chris Paul like Tyrese. Uh, right now he's basically Chris Paul, the younger version, and taller version. I put the numbers there when Fox doesn't play. 19, 5, and 10 with two steals. 46% field goal. It's 
it's Chris Paul numbers. So if you have him, he's a second round value. If you're gonna trade him, get a second round guy. That's how you should value him right now. Yeah, Lamelo. Yeah, that's, uh, like that's the target, second yes. round target. If you want one, uh, Lamelo's always been the guy. Uh, who else? Second round, Vucevic maybe. Yep, those players. Uh, Vucevic, yeah. And those guys. I, I, we're just gonna reiterate that that is his tier, that's his level. Don't trade him point, for. Yeah. Don't trade him for Jalen Brown, OG Collins, or maybe those lower Middleton, even Drew Holiday. Those are not his. No, his peers anymore. He's he's gone up, gone up to the next round. Yeah, another another level. Uh, Tyrese Halliburton. All right, that's it for this quickie. Tomorrow is Judgment Day. Good luck, and like we said, next week there will be fewer games. Uh, so prepare for that. And trade deadline will also be next week. Um, good luck tomorrow, and then after next week, I think it's the All Star. Yes. A week, okay. right? The week, uh, two week, two week, week. How do you call that? <laughs> Calendar week, week. Yeah, two. Yeah, you know, you know what I mean. <laughs> yeah. uh, week eighteen will be a combination of two weeks. That's it. That's yeah. how you. Uh, yeah. And then for some teams, week nineteen is already the start of the playoffs. So, um, and for the others, week twenty. I just feel like the playoffs are so close to the. To the All Star game, usually that doesn't happen. Uh, although I think the All Star game is a little bit late as well this year, because usually it's mm-hmm. the second week of yes. the uh, of February. Uh, now it's in the third week, so I think it's a little a week late, I guess. Uh, yeah, but it's getting closer to the playoffs action. So good luck, guys, battling for playoff position, and we'll see you guys again tomorrow. Bye.